Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s and the 1990s. I'm Mo Shapiro, and I am joined by Max Sanders. It's too damn hot for a penguin to be walking around. I gotta send him back to the South Pole. So, I'm so proud of you. Today we're talking about Billy Madison Hello. and Max is, Max is ready to go. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> oh, really, Swan? Proceed. <laughs> Max, welcome to the show. I need a cocktail. I'm going to need you to take that mask off okay. or we're not going to make it through this episode. But great work on the costume, Max. <laughs> and then you have no fingers. I don't. No it's very difficult. No, no. The struggle is going to make for great footage. It's too damn hot. <laughs> it's too damn hot. Hold <laughs> on. My computer. Okay, there we go. Good. Are you all right? Yeah. It's, I can scroll down. You got. I'm going to give you a lot of leeway on on messing <laughs> up today because if you just hold your hands up so you can get a good look. You have no fingers available. Nope. Who made uh, these costumes? I don't know, Max. How would you get candy? It fits you perfectly. Yeah. I'm, uh, you, you, I assume you enjoy the shirt that I'm wearing Go today. Lions! So although neither of these are from our friends at 80stees.com, they remain our biggest supporter and our sponsor. So a shout out to 80stees.com. And Max, welcome to the Billy Madison Show. I'm so excited. We When we talked about going to 90s movies yeah. there was this short list that you and i both had how i mean billy madison was high up there right? well it was more the dumb comedy the dumb and dumber ace ventura billy yeah. madison happy gilmore like that sphere yeah whatever we could pick out of it this is our sweet spot yeah this and, is where you and i live and it overjoyed me how like incredibly ahead of its time and really like joyous this movie is watching yeah it. it's i it's uh, i've never been someone to look at any type of Art, performance, humor, satire. Where are you going with this? I don't get judgy about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get highbrow. I'm not Siskel and Ebert. Like, I'm not sitting there saying, oh, once she stepped on yeah. the ball. Like, I, I just, I've, I've always appreciated this, whether I was like 10 years old. Or, I remember seeing Wayne's World in the theater and being like, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Car. Uh, yeah. Car. <laughs> like, the, none of these movies to me ever felt, all these SNL movies always felt great to me. Yeah, even Night of the Roxbury. Which like, is, lower yeah, oh, ones. I loved them. And yeah. I was like, and I tipped <laughs> my, my hat just, just like this. So. Um, I screw that up every time, just like Emilio. So. Emilio. <laughs> Max, welcome to the show uh, a reminder i always tell people obviously at buzz in the towers our handle for all social media check out our website buzz where you can get officially li- licensed merchandise we don't have penguin suits we need one of those <laughs> to buzz in the towers i think amazing patreon.com uh the support that we get from our patreon is what pays for all of this lovely equipment and penguin suits we're yeah. up to our up to our noses in penguin suits <laughs> well no i returned them for yeah, free that's great that's let's not <laughs> Great evidence for Amazon to have, but I really want to push. I really want to push all of you. Head over to YouTube and subscribe because that that's blowing up. We just did a, a short the other day that had a couple thousand views on it. Between TikTok and YouTube, that's how we'll take over the world. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. You I see our smiling you faces. You seem excited. Yeah, you, you seem very. I mean, for a man in a penguin suit, you seem very. I don't excited. know if I looked. If I looked unhappy, people could see it now. That's so true. Yeah. I can't cry. I can't cry. I can't be as mean to you either because it used to be like in our episodes, I'd go into you pretty hard and I'd see the life drop out of your face and I realized that's not going to play well on YouTube. Yeah. It's weird seeing yourself on camera. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I look look strange sometimes. My posture sucks. 
Yeah, you do have terrible posture. Yeah, I yeah. Look, you look taller than me. I know, and you're six eight. I'm six foot. I know. All right. You're not six foot. You're five eleven. I will get a ruler out <laughs> and show you I'm six feet. A tall. ruler? Yeah, I have a six foot ruler. Do you really? None of your business. A tape measure. <laughs> what do you use that for? Don't worry about it. It's uh, to check things out. Max, today we're talking about <laughs> Billy Madison. We're gonna hop right into it. Uh, I'm gonna give a quick synopsis of the movie, and then I want facts. Talk about scenes, favorite parts, maybe yeah. even tinker with a little recasting and uh that's Ooh. what we do on the show yeah that's how we are i love it that's how we roll so my penguiny friend uh this is a movie about a man child billy madison played by adam sandler and he has been a spoiled rich kid all of his life he spends his days drinking and partying <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have reading that and uh is pick, this, the pickle max, throwing. this is the max sanders story pickle throwing. this is definitely the max sanders story jack nicholson 1974 jack when nicholson his now <laughs> when his father Hotel magnet Brian, played by Darren McGavin, becomes fed up with his son's irresponsible ways. He issues an ultimatum. Since Billy passed all his schooling thanks to his father's influence and bribes, he must retake and pass every grade in 24 weeks. Otherwise, the business will be turned over to Brian's conniving associate, Eric, played by Bradley Whitford. So good. So good. That's Billy Madison. I will, let, me, let me start with this. Box office. Yep, twenty five point eight million on a ten million dollar budget. So not crazy, but like good for these like these comedies didn't exist until him, until yeah, him Adam and, Sandler kind of brought them about. Yeah, and right? Jim Carrey came about. Yeah, and Jim Carrey was even di- I, it was even more different. Jim Carrey was never crude. Like this is like you mu- think so? Well, I mean, look, I'm trying to think like Dumb and Dumber. He's talking through his butt. Yeah, but that's not like this is like. <laughs> Crude, crude. Yeah, right? like, like the old woman pornography stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so I mean, we could honestly go scene scene by scene. Uh, I'll say this: when you when you learn about more about the behind the scenes of this, it's interesting to me how many people hated Adam Sandler. Like nobody wanted him to succeed. A lot of people that were lined up to be in this movie didn't want to be a part of it because yeah, they asked everybody. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, dude, I don't like Adam Sandler." Even and, people in the movie didn't like the and, humor. And this like haunted him. Like yeah. Adam Sandler was like genuinely hurt by how Siskel and Ebert thought he was just a waste, and it was only punch drunk love. I think yep. is when the, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, and when the corner turned, and now you look at Adam Sandler, and you're like, dude, he's a fantastic actor. I loved all these movies and never thought he was a bad actor, but I get it. Like, yeah, he's young and he's like silly. I do what do. Yeah. You know, like I understand. He is the best charming psychopath ever yeah. in movies because he can go from really funny and childish to screaming yeah. and then go back yeah. and you still love him regardless. Yeah. Is he the best screamer in all of like movie history? God, he's up there. Yeah. He is. I mean, he just, yeah. I mean, he just like, because it goes so quickly. It's yeah. just like he just like, there's a fuse that lights and he, he's just out there. He's also got a, he's got a brand and he doesn't mind carrying that brand from movie to movie to movie to movie. No. And, and it works, right? Yeah. Like, and, and oh, you want to hear a crazy fact about it working? Yes. For every dollar that you pay Adam Sandler, if for a movie, hypothetically, his movies make $9. That's incredible. Isn't that crazy? There's so many things about him that are likable. At the top of the list is this is a guy who moved to New York, yep. Saturday Night Live. And, they didn't like him there and, either. No, and he he was with this like troupe of people. Spade, Spade Farley, Farley, Apatow. Yeah, McDonald. And, yeah, and he brought them with him on the journey. Oh, yeah. The loyalty that yeah. he has. The, and we joke about how, like, you know, you can do it, like Rob Schneider, oh, like yeah, yeah. all these guys that he kept on putting Kevin in all these movies. Yeah. I actually think that there's more than almost any other actor I can think of 
there's almost part of me that loves his work just because of who he is as a real person. Oh yeah. Like I, I'm just like, dude, he's like he he feels like he could be one of your buddies. Yeah. He plays basketball. He wears ridiculously like teenage clothing. Yeah. Yeah. He's married to one woman. I went to his comedy show last year in Detroit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is still the same fart poop. I love you know, it. like love guitars. It. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's and like I, I mean, I just as being someone who's Jewish, and you and I usually don't dive into that very often because I eat bacon cheeseburgers, but it's not like I'm the most religious person in the world. Oh, okay. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. He, I know you're like, you can't eat <laughs> bacon delicious. cheeseburgers. They're delicious. <laughs> he did something that is monumental to me. He made being Jewish cool. The Hanukkah song, like, uh, there's yeah. like my whole childhood was like coveting. We covet what we see, Max. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get all silence the lambs when I say covet. But every single Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, you know, cartoon, everything. Like, there was never anything that I was like, oh, that awesome dreidel movie like there's nothing like that yep. and when he did the hanukkah song yep. that became the national anthem for jewish kids in the united states yeah it was, it was just incredible and it, it changed everything right yeah tom for, cruise for isn't a jew <laughs> but my mother thinks he is <laughs> is he the oj uh, simpson yeah not a jew <laughs> you just read my mind by the way is he the coolest jew to ever exist yeah uh, mel brooks mel brooks is a cool dude that's true mel brooks is, Ooh, that's a good one he is so like but he's we're, born we're, 50. Where Sandler's a little bit different is that the kind of the stereotypical, you know, like intellectual, non-athletic, right? The when Woody Allen. The Woody Allen, like 105 pounds wet, yeah. couldn't, couldn't be in you a call fight. these bagels? Yeah. What like, are we doing? Right. Like yeah. Sandler was this. Masculine. Athletic. Yeah. Played basketball. Hung out with the guys. Happy Gilmore. He was, listen. Could win a fight. For me, I'm kind of like, he was like. The closest I don't believe in role models when it comes to like superstars and athletes. I think it's such garbage. But I remember being like, all right, like I see a little bit of myself in him because yeah. I didn't feel like the other Jewish kids that I was around, right? I was playing sports, and eating bacon cheeseburgers <laughs> and being inappropriate. The, the other, well, we'll when we talk about the movie, we'll hop into this. Let's, I've got facts out the wazoo. So, what do you want to do? You want to start naming a few? Charles Bronson was offered the role of Billy's father. That's insane. Mind blown. Like, I, I can't even imagine. Um, the, I know you know this, but I'll mention it anyways. He pulled bits from everything that he's done to mm. put it in this movie. So when he wrote this movie, the, the studio, which I love hearing stories about the studios always trying to interfere with movies that inevitably turn out great. The studio wanted to rewrite and change everything that he was doing. Yeah. He basically was like, yeah, yeah that's fine. And then when it came time to actually shoot the scenes, he reverted back to his original script, oh, I didn't know that. which confused the hell out of everyone. But yeah. they, he was like, yeah, I'm not doing any of this crap. We're keeping everything. He made this absolute pact and commitment when they wrote the script. He's like, we are not deviating from this. So the nonsense <laughs> that you see is like, it's pure Sandler. It's unrelenting. Like, yeah, this one. Nobody was coming in there and saying, no, you can't. So what, what, Swan? What are you looking at, Swan? <laughs> Shampoo is better. This is, I, I think I can say this. This is, in my childhood, my most quotable movie. Yes. I quote more from this movie. Even today. Pee in your pants is cool. How about like, that is Correct. <laughs> like I still say that to this Good, day. Good, great, grand, wonderful. Well, you know that's not from uh, Airheads too. It's from Airheads. Is Airheads before Airheads this? Airheads also. There's yeah. no Airheads too. There should be. Airheads was before this. There should be an Airheads remake. Airheads was like a Airheads was like a year before this. You're right, it's '94. And you had Buscemi. Yep. Farley and Sandler and Sandler. Yeah. And so Brandon Fraser. You also. Uh, so just for those who don't know what we're talking about, the great, grand, wonderful. So in Airheads, Farley plays a cop. Yeah. And he has to go find the rock star's girlfriend and they go into a rock bar and they're like, yeah, she's wearing black leather pants and a black top. And 
every woman in yeah. there is wearing that. He's like, great, grand, wonderful. Yeah. And then when he's the bus driver in Billy Madison, he regurgitates that line as well, which is great. Yeah. Speaking grand. of Farley, speaking of Farley, I didn't know this. This makes a ton of sense. Yeah. To maintain that like red face and kind of high energy, he would drink cups of espresso, like full cups oh of espresso before being on. And he did that in this movie and continued to do so. For every movie after that. The rage scene, by the way, uh, that's what Dan Campbell does, too. He has, like, a the, crazy... Two red-eye ventes with ex- two espresso. I, I gotta stop talking about the Lions. By the way, forward down the mother-scratching <laughs> field. I just... I'm gonna pause the show for a minute, Max. Sunday, I had the pleasure and the honor yeah. of going to the Lions' first hosted playoff game and first playoff victory in almost 30 years. I've never in my entire life had an experience like this. And now because of Dallas peeing down their leg, I get to go to another playoff game in a couple days. I just realized something. Uh, the Lions are kind of like Billy Madison because for 27 years they're doing nothing. You're still loving them. You're yeah. still like you're bribing someone yeah. to uh, win the high school spelling bee with yeah. rock. No. Oh, there's an assist. Like and, and finally, he goes back to school, aka back to school. Dan Campbell. Back to <laughs> Max. What you just said is <laughs> absolute idiocy. You're awarded no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. So, do you know that's actually a quote from, from his Saturday Night Live? Uh, from Chris, when that when Chris Farley would pitch ideas, yes, yeah. So let's we're we're flying. We'll get to that. I have the whole thing on that. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that in this movie, there's more things that crop, like the whole sloppy Joe thing, right? Like that's Extra from that's, sloppy. That's from his lunch lady song on his album. They're right? all gonna laugh at you. I hope you like it. Yeah. Sloppy Joe's extra sloppy. <laughs> Fatty McGee. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the the bus driver rage scene where yeah. he's like. That was improv. Yeah. You, you mentioned him drinking the espresso, but that wasn't in script. He just did that. Oh, my God. Amazingly funny. Um, was the Gotten On improv? Was I'm sorry? Nat Veronica Vaughn. I don't know. Okay. But we'll get to that. Yeah. I have a whole quote section that we'll yeah. do as well. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, how about during the dodgeball scene, he actually made the kids cry? So I can't believe they didn't get sued or anything. That like it's the nineties. Well, I, nobody was suing in the nineties. I guess he was throwing as hard as he could. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're all in. They're huge all, I'm sure they're all compensated well. I'm not that. Worried. I really don't think so. <laughs> you're totally <laughs> Judas Priest, Barbara. It's one of those flaming bags again. I, I I didn't even know about that prank until yeah. watching this movie. Like yeah. I had no clue that that was even like a real. Oh, thing. Billy, what are you looking for? And there's a giant piece of. <laughs> <laughs> so this is pretty cool. The actual house that uh, Billy Madison grew up in is called the Parkwood Estate. It's a very popular filming location. It's in Oshawa, Ontario, and it is the house of Professor Xavier's School for Exceptionally Gifted no Children. No way. It's the same same mansion in in the, in the like the two, new X Men. No, in the two thousand. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not new. I mean, there was version twenty three years. I'm ago. thinking animated twenty four yeah. years ago, twenty four years ago. Yeah, but they've used it the entire time. Just calm down. Yeah, just calm yourself down. Right it's now. great. It is great. You're great. Grand, I'd like to live great, there. Grand, great, <laughs> wonderful. Um, Norm Macdonald, who is fantastic in this movie. Yeah. When he is on when he's poolside and they're drinking, he was actually drunk. So he pounded an enormous amount of alcohol. And then like when he woke up, he's like, Where's Billy? Like he is actually drunk during those scenes. I don't think that's a far stretch for him. No. No. Yeah. Uh RIP. He's funny, dude. Yeah, he wasn't a complete human being. He was just funny. The uh the scene where Adam Sandler calls Danny McGrath, played by Steve Buscemi. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, like, I did some pretty terrible things to you when I was younger, and I just wanted to apologize. And he crosses his name off the list and then puts the lipstick on. By the way, Adam Sandler has this incredible comedic timing. I assume he's behind this. 
you see it happen in the water boy as well. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. And, and yeah. he's on the phone with yeah. grandma and, yeah. and the phone isn't plugged into anything. <laughs> it's that, that same type of like feel. The, the pause. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's so When he puts the lipstick funny. on. <laughs> Buscemi, Buscemi is, uh, Buscemi is, uh, is a golden gem. He, Whether he was in Armageddon, yeah. The Sopranos, or Billy Madison, I've never seen anything he's in that I haven't been like I like. He shines most in Adam Sandler movies. He is Mr. Really Deeds good. with the oh crazy eyes. He's so good. Mr. He's like, ooh, bubblegum pizza. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so what about the confused breakfast theory that this is the same guy? So the, I'll give a shout out. You know, we love their podcast, yeah. the Confused Breakfast podcast. Best theories. Yeah. And uh, is it their theory or did they find it or whatever? They I'll explained it right. Give them, give them credit, yeah. basically. Go ahead. Tell the tell the whole theory. So that Steve Buscemi's character in Billy Madison, you know, he was going to kill people. Yep. Doesn't kill Billy. Yep. But he kills everybody else on that list. Yes. And then he changes his name and gets arrested in Con Air, yep. where he's the psycho killer yep. that's killing everybody. At the end of Con Air... He, when he escapes. Yeah, he escapes. He's playing craps. Mm -hmm. And then you figure he escapes and he ends up in California during the Big Lebowski. Because if you notice, his name is Donnie in that. Yeah. And his name is, in this movie is uh, Danny. Danny. So like kind of yeah, similar. Close, yeah. He's not wearing any bowling shirts that have his name on him. Yeah. So it's all different people's names. It's probably people that he killed. Okay. Yeah. It's... I'm not going to say. I look. I made it's it great. I once made an argument that the movie Predator has been duplicated with the Detroit Lions. So I, I I'm not. Yeah. I'm not one to argue you on those stretch. types of things. Yeah. It's a huge stretch. Uh, Billy Madison is the closest character that Adam Sandler has ever played to actually who he is. So Adam Sandler says Billy Madison is the closest character to who he is, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The Peter Pan syndrome. You, you're uh, a cut by that cloth. You're a Peter Pan syndrome. Guy. I can't snap like he can though. No, but yeah. take the take that piece out of it. Like you yeah. are forever young. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, but he's a center of attention. Yeah, you're not like young. that. Yeah, you, you don't need that. Um, Sandler and Adler, and he's hot. I got the penguin suit. You look good. Thank I, you. This is a, a look for yeah. you. I mean, Adam Sandler actually in this movie, he's got a six pack. Like yeah. you see him like tan. He's, he's in your twenties. Get a lot done in so your twenties. One of the things about Billy Madison is he gets away with a lot because he's good looking. <laughs> Sorry. When you're making a point and you're yeah. holding your flipper up, I can't stop laughing. Go ahead though. When Juanita is just like all over. Him, oh over my it. God. Is the, she the, the housekeeper? She's yeah. so funny. You can help me. Do you, want me to take my, do you want me to take my shirt off? <laughs> oh honey. Do you want me to take your shirt off? Take my shirt off. <laughs> I thought I was your snack pack. That, that's again, oh God, I'll go to school. <laughs> that's the whole thing. And you, there are these moments where he like loses it and they leave it in. Yeah. So when he's doing the study session with Farley and Farley's like, you know, they're like Spanish Armada. Yeah. And, and he's like, that is he's correct. <laughs> and he whips his hair around. Adam Sandler's just laughing. Like, yeah. It's just video of him laughing. No, if you look at the chlorophyll borephyll <laughs> scene at the end of that speech, he's just laughing. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's great. This girl's trying to make out with me. I know. I, you ever try that move? No. Oh. Uh, yes, I've said really? it. I've never tried it as a move, but okay. I've quoted it a million yeah. times. Um, the original director was fired pretty quickly when they started shooting, and they brought in Davis after they loved her work on CB4, which we're doing a podcast on CB4, and I bet you've never seen it. No, of course I have. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's Chris Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. All right. I didn't know. Straight out of low cap. Yeah. <laughs> With this MFR named Gusto. You got yeah. it. You know it. Yeah. Add a guy. Add a guy. Yeah. I have some stuff about the director later that's so cool. So the beginning of the movie when it's Nudie Magazine Day and he's going through the different magazines yeah. and the one that he loves is the Drunk Chicks magazine. Yeah. The girl on the cover of Drunk Chicks magazine was the director's assistant. She posed for that <laughs> photo, which I think is like, there's like funny a, to what, me. What, there's a Granny's one? Yeah, dude. There's, it's, it's, there's a lot of... There's a <laughs> the chick, Nudie Magazine era you know was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, David Spade was considered for Frank, um, but I think that the studio got a little nervous as uh, 
Adam Sandler kept on trying to bring more and more of his friends yeah. onto the shoot. Eric was written for Bob Odenkirk. And they were like, yeah, you're not bringing your boy over here. Yeah, way to like, I mean, he's way to best. kill yeah. one. so funny. Oh, right now. and you know Philip Seymour Hoffman auditioned for Eric? Yeah. And he got the part. And he, and he was like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah he's like, wait I'm not a doing second. This. He would have been amazing. <laughs> he's, I mean, like in uh, Along Came Polly. I've just, when, we, when he falls. Make it rain. Yeah, remember when he fell? Yeah. And they kept the scene, but he really <laughs> ate it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he actually, when he falls in that, like he actually fell. That yeah. wasn't like scripted. They just kept it in there. Um, Veronica Vaughn, here's a fact for you that I didn't know. So with Veronica Vaughn, that Veronica Vaughn, this marks the first time that Adam Sandler's love interest has a VV name. Okay. Veronica Vaughn, follow me on yep. this. The others are Virginia Bennett in Happy Gilmore. Yep. Vicky Valancourt. Vicky Valancourt yeah. <laughs> in The Water Boy. Want me to stab them? Valerie Vernon. Valerie Varen in Little Nicky, Violet Valentine in Hubby Halloween, and also there's a number of other ones that aren't double V's, but they're double letters as well, like Lena Leonard in Punch Drunk Love, Babe Bennett in Mr. Deeds, Janine Johnson in Rain Over Me, Daisy Danby in Funny People, Mary McGarrickle in That's My Boy, <laughs> which is an absurd movie, by the way. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so it's out it's outrageous. Yeah. And then uh Courtney Clark in Sandy Wixer. That's awesome. La, 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 la. He knows what the people want. God, I can't speak today to save my life. Like he knows that alliteration <clears throat> is just you're gonna remember Veronica Vaughn forever. Oh, yeah, that, that has been said by me yeah. infinite times. Anytime I would ever see an attractive woman from age like that twelve Veronica. Like, that Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> do you know she was only twenty when she did this? I know. Yeah. And Sandler was twenty six. Yeah. So I, she didn't do anything else other than she was in Mortal Kombat. Nope. There's one more. What? She was the daughter in Last Action Hero. You're right. Yeah. God, good so call. That's, I mean, that's the, and she was Miss Teen USA. Yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah. She just didn't have like a huge uh, act. I, I will make an argument. The sexiest non sexual scene of all time in movie history is her beating the crap out of him in the water. Yeah. To inspire him. Yeah. There's something about it where you're just like, holy crap. Not for you, but you're, that's. No, doesn't that do it for you? No, it's your, it's your Don't I have a nice wreck? She, <laughs> while, she, um, while filming this movie, Adam Sandler was writing Happy Gilmore, which yeah. is amazing incredible and towards the end of the film he offered it to tamra davis who was doing uh directing billy madison yeah. she's like i'm good <laughs> that's enough i think that's again it's so f I, I can imagine it just being like a frat party yeah the entire shooting of this film being i'm like sure everyone was party. wasted i don't know that other people see this the way i do but when i see things that are like tips of the hats to my favorite movie i know exactly what it is when he's up in front of the school giving his speech um, about the Industrial Revolution yeah. and the dog named that was Happy. A revolution. And at the end of it, it's dead. And he goes, Nib High High School Football Rules yep. as an absolute tip of the hat to yeah. San Dimas High School Football Rules from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I just want to make sure. And also The Godfather, uh, too. I knew it was I knew you. It was you. And, and it breaks, him, breaks my heart. Slaps him. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it going to be a soccer play? That's another one all the time. Every single one of my friends, even my wife, anyone who got pregnant, when yeah. I was like, like, oh, we're pregnant, I'd be like, oh, he's going to be a soccer player. <laughs> Look at him kick. Like, that's just used all the time, these quotes. So you got to remember, too, fourth wall breaking really wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like, in Ferris Bueller, maybe, and I can't really think of any others right. before that. Yeah. When he's on the stairs and I'll tumble for you starts playing. And he just starts you. looking up like it's, like, playing out of nowhere. I don't know that that's a fourth wall break. Okay, well, don't I have a nice rack? He looks at the camera and nods. I don't. Yeah, that yeah. might be. Yeah. yeah. Or, uh. The clown that says, like, don't you think that I was dead? You're, you're skipping ahead to all these wonderful things. That well, I'm I saying fourth wall breaking. Confused it all. Or, like, just smart, random things. Like, the uh, the woman who's the tour guide. Yeah. She's like, horse shoes. What about horse socks? Is anyone <laughs> listening? 
It was that damn Sasquatch. That damn Sasquatch. That's another great one, too. Jim Carrey was considered for the role of Eric Gordon, but had to decline because he was filming Ace Ventura when nature calls. He would have been perfect. Although Bradley Whitford has one of the most one of the most punchable faces. He was great. I mean, he's all time. Listen to this. Dustin Hoffman, Richard Dreyfus, and Jack Nicholson were considered for the role of Brian Madison. Yeah, I'm sure they were, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I consider Hold on, hold on. This is even better. This is even better. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, and Bill Murray were offered the role of Carl. Yeah. Can you imagine having like that almost that like I don't even know. Passing of the baton. Do you think Bill Murray would play it like Carl Spackler? No, <laughs> Just come in like, we're doing this. It'd be a little bit weird. Yeah. Probably, wouldn't, probably wouldn't fit as well. Uh, Jeff Daniels was asked to play Eric Gordon as well, but at the same time, he was offered the role with Dumb and Dumber. Now, this is kind of interesting. Dumb and Dumber was done by New Line Cinema. Yep. New Line Cinema only offered to pay him $50,000 in hopes that he would decline the movie and go to Universal to do this movie. Because remember... I believe Jim Carrey had to fight for Jeff Daniels to get yeah, that role. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So they lowballed him, but he ended up doing it. I, I think, right? Like there was a def- definitive. I mean, if you had to pick, you'd obviously go Dumb and Dumber, right? For Jeff Daniels yeah. and his career, yeah, one hundred percent, because yeah, it yeah. showed he could do that stuff. Yeah, he would have had. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm, I'm trying. I'm making it more complicated than it probably needs to be. Uh, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman, and Tim Robbins were all offered the role of Eric everyone Gordon from SNL, well. basically. Yeah. <clears throat> Facts. What else you got? Because if you give me a couple more facts, I want to go into the just scene by scene, but a quick scene by scene. Yeah, I thought uh, John, this is really cool. John Candy was considered for Max. Except he passed away yep. yeah, yeah. in 94. This kind of bummed me out. Uh, Leslie Nielsen was offered the role of Brian, the dad. He didn't want it. He didn't like the humor. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're going to highbrow it? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Frank Drebin, police squad. <laughs> It's, uh, impressive. it's, an impressive, it's an impressive bust. Why, thank you. I just had it. <laughs> no, uh, lovely beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed yesterday. Like, I, I just, yeah. I, yeah, it's the same humor. I know. I know. Uh, the 20 categories listed during the final stage of the academic decathlon. <laughs> it was like my wife is a cheating whore. Yeah, the other two. Uh, my wife, the tramp, uh, baking, burning dog poo, and the human response. <laughs> Billy Matt's is like, yes. 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 Uh, and I married a common street trash. Yeah. I'm just going to lose it. I'm just going to snap. <laughs> Actually, no. You're He's sort of, great in this. Yeah. You know what's really interesting? He says, if anyone even tries to cheat, especially with my wife, I'm just going to snap. So he doesn't say that cheating is illegal. Oh, so, yeah? Cause, yeah, yeah? Yeah, which is good because I remember Billy with the shoe in the uh, chemistry set, right? That's, yes. That's cheating. Is that cheating? Why would that be cheating? Because it was from his foot. Well, we don't know that. You're you're just You're saying you're he came with one foot? The full quote on this, I've used... Before. Yeah. <laughs> I use this with you. I think on our previous podcast, at no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. A simple no would have been fine. No, no, a simple wrong yeah. would have done just fine. That's so great, man. It is. Uh, you want to hop into the movie? Sure. All right, Max. Let's start at the beginning. <clears throat> <laughs> we party scene. We start no. We start off like he's literally poolside, yeah. and he's like sunblock. You know, like I love rich people problems, yeah. And also like rich people bet premises, yeah. Like trading places, blank check, yeah. Richie Rich, yeah. Like rich people who are doing things that don't really matter, but like they matter to them. I think that I think that what's fun about this is that. It, it almost doesn't make sense. He's got these two best friends that look like they're 30 years older than <laughs> he do. is. He's laying in the pool having a conversation about, you know, sunblock, the UVs, and putting it all on himself. He's wasted. Yeah. He realizes, he's like, what day is it? And they're like, October. And he's like, <laughs> oh, Nudie Magazine Day. He, he runs to the front yard, like, drunk. The gardener's there. He almost runs him over in the yep. golf cart. 
gets the nudie magazines. That's where we get the first taste of the penguin. Yeah, which was, if you're watching this movie and you're and you're and you're watching all this unfold, you're just like, who? It's it, it, it's almost like inconceivable that you're like you'd be that drunk that you'd see a penguin, but yeah. it all fits and makes sense. It's just Sandler being Sandler. It right? does. He's just he's just cooking. He's, he's loving. He's cooking. He's yeah. cooking. So then we move to, you know, the long day. He hops into the shower, or excuse me, into the bath. Shampoo, shampoo is, is better, better, but conditioner. And then... Stop looking at me, swan. The the faucet is a swan. Yeah. And he, he just yells, stop looking at me, swan. <laughs> That's another quote that gets used all the time. So the family dinner is going on. His father is about to reveal that he wants his son to take over, you know, the Madison Empire. He can't even make it down to dinner on time. He finally gets down there. He's eating soup. <laughs> Pretends, yeah. It's also funny to me that... um Brantley, Brantley Whitford. Yeah, Bradley uh, Whitford. Bradley, thinking of Brantley from uh, Secret to My Success, Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Bradley Whitford is making faces at him, and, and he starts speaking gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> no gibberish at the table. Right? So he's excused from the table. He goes off with his friends. They start collecting poop. The, the funniest line of that is, he, I'll just have to bleep it out, he called the <laughs> poop. His, the old guy that comes out there is... Is also hilarious. I think I quoted him earlier when he's like, Judas Priest, Barbara, it's one of them flaming bags again. And you hear his wife in the background, don't, don't put, put it, it out with your boots. Yeah. And he's like, don't tell me my business, <laughs> devil woman. It's so absurd. Again, like it, if there's just absurdity, you can't go you can't go more than 10 seconds of this movie without something ridiculous. The happening. director couldn't believe they got the guy to go in his underwear. Oh, yeah. it was perfect. It was yeah. perfect. So this happens. They get back to the house. Uh, you know, Bradley's trying to con Billy Madison's dad, Brian Madison, into giving him the empire. You have this uh, this moment. The the he's the, right though. Oh, for sure. He's <laughs> like you have 650 hotels, by the way, which is more than if you own Marriott, Hilton, or anything else right. in the U.S. Right. So he's like the hotel magnet. So now you have your inflection point where you get put on your journey. Yeah. So the journey is because Billy all of a sudden cares, and he's like, well, I want to... Did know, you just I, come up with this yourself? Yes, I did, Dave. Yeah, Yeah, I did. <laughs> so you have the bet, and he's got to pass all these different levels and uh, of school. <laughs> and then you then you cut to the snack pack. Like, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up a few times as I go through this. I think the reason that this movie works so well, and you're going to hear me bring this up. I'll do it shorter. This will be my longest time I bring it up. I think the reason this movie works so well is because Sandler does an amazing job of making you remember these different points in your life. So even starting with the snack pack, when you're a kindergartner or a first grader, yeah. That is gold. Yeah. Like the snack pack, like a pudding, a, a dessert, whatever it is. Yeah. It is literally the most important yeah. thing in the world. You go to lunch. There's a kid across from you. You're eating a banana. He's got a <laughs> snack pack. You're like, what in the hell is wrong with my, my mom? mom? sucks. And and so Sandler's mom was a preschool teacher. Nursery school Nursery teacher. Nursery school teacher. This is her favorite movie. Well, because at the end he, he wants to be a teacher. And and it, and even Miss Libby. So he starts off in first grade. Miss Libby's awesome. Miss, but Miss Libby is was a kindergarten. Was Miss Libby the kindergarten teacher or yeah. first grade? I uh, can't remember. The first class he was in. First class he was in is Miss Libby. Putting paste on her face. They do such a great job yeah. tying into all the feels and the member berries of what it's like. Because you know what? When you're in kindergarten and first grade, there is nothing but like. Hi friends, we love you, friends. This is our place to love each other. You just friends. want to see a blue duck. You're lying on a on a carpet with all your friends laying napping. on top of you, yeah. napping. Like you're eating paste. Yeah. All of the things that he did, it's so <laughs> accurate. Yeah. And then while he's creating and painting this accurate picture, he's then throwing in absurdity. Like him after she reads the book about the little dog. You that find that effing dog. You find the effing dog. You don't yeah. just give up. Like yeah. and that that 
the juxtaposition of those two things is yeah. what is what makes this so funny. And he does it through every grade. Yeah. And that's, to me, the best part of the movie. So as he's going through kindergarten, he meets Miss Libby, who also, by the way, like every single you don't have kids. You would notice this every single kids. first grader. No, but teacher. every single there's always a kindergarten, first or second grade teacher in that air in that kind of grouping. Yeah. That is like a weird hippy dippy. Yeah. Burning incense, dancing, belly dancing, putting paste on her face it is the most accurate thing in the world yeah that's just the that's, that's like, the coolest teacher right uh, the best yeah the best the one you remember forever yeah. everybody nobody nobody walks out of kindergarten saying i hate my kindergarten teacher yeah so Ms. ward for me shout he, out right so he does the banana for the snack pack i told you about the art project he's eating the glue uh, the fart noise right yeah when all the kids start laughing <laughs> that's like it's so innocent and cute and that's exactly what we would do when yep. we were in like first grade right and, and the teacher wouldn't care because it's not time to be a serious person. It's time to be like a little kid. Do you have, want to be back time. in first grade? I kind of do. I, yeah, I, 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 say, I like. miss it. I miss it. Um, <laughs> do you want to have a Billy Madison contest? You have enough money. You could bribe somebody. I probably could. The, the milk with Veronica Vaughn. Oh, it could be all, want some milk. It could be all for you. And then sideburns. How about you, sideburns? Well, and that's, I'd rather have a beer. And you know, he does that again, the sideburns thing in Wedding Singer with uh, Table Six. Oh, really? The, yeah. Yeah. They're really like, look, how about you, sideburns? <laughs> like, I love the throwbacks he does Billy in Billy likes movies. soda. Miss Libby's car is blue. The, the end of <laughs> the end of his first year in school when he draws a blue duck and he gets so serious and he goes, I drew the duck blue because I've never seen a blue duck. I just wanted to see a blue duck. And then she's like, you pass. And he's like, well, what's Mr. Duck think about it? That's quack tasting. <laughs> I want to get a blue duck tattooed on me. That you should get that tattoo. Yeah. Well, that duck, that <laughs> duck sucks. No, you should get that duck. Look, look it up. It's really bad. Yeah, whatever. You've got sucky tattoos. You're fine. <laughs> it's so bad. So you see the first party. Yeah. So after he passes each grade. These parties are epic. Unbelievable. By the way, is the third grade rock and roll band the coolest yeah. like 80s band ever? Billy He's passed the third grade. <laughs> the Billy Madison way. It's yes. Amazing. And I'm so excited. <laughs> so in, in the first party, you get, they get the clown on stilts yeah. that gets knocked over and is skull breaks and there's like blood dripping from it and his friends spraying one kid with a hose yeah. just for no reason dude it's it's again it's this infusion putting, yeah. of like regular hilarity normal age appropriate jokes and then like sandlerism and sandler with uh the water the uh fountain up his butt it's yeah like, that's nice yeah like that's, that's what kids did that's what kids yeah you nailed it yeah that's what kids did exactly that's what i doing jacuzzis. so so he moves into um second grade Second grade, yeah, that's usually what follows first grade, right? It's gonna be hard. This, this is another moment, another. Nope, that's not oh, third. Third grade is this is gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah. This is where he goes right into the spelling bee. Oh yeah, Max, I vividly remember doing this when we were asked to spell things, Are and, and she's like mall? couch, and she's like couch, C O R R, and she's like, no, are you going to the mall later? <laughs> no, no, Billy, I'm not going to the mall later. But that is something that we used to do when we were asked to spell things, and we would like try to like trick to find out what the right letter was. What you did, maybe I know. But I, watching I was there for the game, <laughs> watching him do it. Yeah, I'm the smartest As man adult, alive. Yeah, yeah. When he wins the spelling bee, it's great. <laughs> so he moves on to third grade. That's where he meets Ernie. Cursive, yeah. Social and, studies. Yeah. This is gonna be hard. Yeah, and him and Ernie become friends. Ernie's cool. Oh, and and good his, actor. His flirting with uh, and like. Jack Everything Bott. with Veronica, yeah, with Veronica Vaughn <laughs> and her lack of tolerance for it, like pulling him by the ear. Yeah. I can't hear like, you because I hear you because you hurt my ear. <laughs> so he he gets the cursive part, and, and I should even go back when they're all reading out loud. Like I remember 
kids just getting crucified for not being if they stuttered or if they couldn't read. That's like the meanest point of this movie. I know, but but it's important because it does show this journey that he goes through from being he was basically O'Doyle, right? And then he turns from O'Doyle to like we haven't talked about O'Doyle at all. We're going to O'Doyle O'Doyle rules. So. He's in he's in the cl- he's in the classroom. There's too many things. There's movie. too many things to talk about. You're so true. Too many chefs. Too many. Too many chefs. Too many. No, it's too many cooks. Yeah, you're right. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. He he's in he's in the classroom. He and she kind of humiliates him. Like by the way, I don't think I can draw a cursive Z either. So that's not. It's a like upper, uh, no, lower, and then a too this. hard for me. Yeah. So he doesn't want to go back to school, and the maid's like, "Oh, you stay home with me, and we can." Shit, my arm yeah, I just his reaction. Oh God, I'll yeah, go to school. I'll go to school. But he's he's also laughing. It just feels, watching you drink your water with your <laughs> penguin hands is incredible. <laughs> so, anyways, goes to school. Uh, he can't do cursive. We talked about that. Um, How about buzz? So this is the part two. And I told you I'd mention this when it happens. I absolutely vividly remember passing notes in third and fourth grade, getting busted passing a note, and the teacher would read your note in front of the whole class. This mean? It is is the most, like, hit me in the memories. I'm like, that actually, and I remember watching this movie when it came out and being like, this is exactly what elementary school is like. Today, that would never fly because everybody's so, you know, delicate and you can't upset people. But that's what teachers would do. And this is where Adam Sandler is brilliant. He takes something that's real and happens, but then feathers in, the Adam Sandler joke part to it, which is the note itself, which says, we're so lucky to have Principal Anderson substitute. And he's so happy. Now we have the privilege of standing. Now we have the privilege of staring at that tub of lard all day long. <laughs> if I was him, I'd walk my fat ass into un- <laughs> oncoming traffic. That is not what a third grader would write. No. And this uh, is where yeah. it's that it's the hilarity that he brings to the scene. It's so good. Um, the the Valentine's Day cards. Yeah. With, like the, all those, with all the little over. girls, that's totally over. what happened. I, yeah. I remember the the little brown uh, uh, lunch bag. bags, yeah, yeah. and you put them, tape them to the edge of your desk, and yeah. everybody would. It was I, a big deal. You probably got none, but I got quite a few. I didn't get very many. Yeah, I got a lot. Yeah, the chicks dug me when I was younger. Really? Yeah, it was those flowing curls. Good. It was beautiful when I had a full head of hair and a heart full of love. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those things exist today. Um, the calling Veronica Vaughn. Having Ernie make the call. Frank, yeah. Max, tell me that this isn't like your childhood, right? Having, yeah. your, having your buddy be like, see if she likes me. Is yeah. she, does she like anyone you in the class? It. Yeah. You blew it. <laughs> Do it. So also, his kitchen was one of the coolest <laughs> things ever. He always had like snacks out. Yeah. I saw them. I've never seen this movie before. They had an open can of peanut butter with, with four butter fi- bars with in four butter fingers in yeah. there. Have oh, you yeah. done that? No, but it looks good. Yeah. All right. Just small details. <laughs> I love that you picked that up from the movie. I don't know. It looks awesome. The bus trip. Uh, when they're all getting on the bus, this is where you're introduced to Farley, who's absolutely brilliant in this movie, right? I know we talked about yeah, it he's earlier. He's on screen for like maybe four minutes. Yeah. You remember forever. Yeah. Uh, another, I totally remember this. Again, today this would be considered assault. But back then it was normal. Like, I dare you to touch Miss uh, Miss Vaughn's boob. Yeah. And he's like, you know. She's totally cool about they it. They call too. that assault, brother. Yeah. yeah. And he like falls into her. Yeah. It, it's yeah, I, I, it's great. So once in a while, I say that's assault, brother, and I go, "Where's that from?" Because oh, it doesn't you know. sound like Sam, Sam Lair, but it is. You know. Yeah. So they go to they go on the field trip. This is where you get the introduction to Farley, who's hilarious. This is also when you get the Ernie Pease's pants. Goo! This is an important scene because this is where Veronica Vaughn sees the heart and the soul. She of falls in Billy love. Madison. She falls in love, which is totally normal to fall in love with your <laughs> student. 
And it happens a lot. It does. They're getting back on the bus, and Farley kind of looks up Veronica Vaughn's skirt when she walks up there. And this is probably the most quoted part of the entire movie. You think so? For me. Yeah. I have said this every single time my entire life that I've ever met an attractive woman. I've said this. You didn't miss not if, to her. If peeing your pants is friends. cool, consider me Miles, Miles Davis. Davis. Which is funny. <laughs> Uh, that Veronica Vaughn is one piece of ace. <laughs> I know from experience, dude, if you know what I mean. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> well, not me personally, but a guy I know, him and her, got it on. <laughs> That's <Woo! it. laughs> This I, yeah. I will use. It's Woo! like the, it's the motivational speaker it's, movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And then, <laughs> no, 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 they no, didn't. No, they, no, they didn't. didn't. No, 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 they didn't. <laughs> but you can imagine what it would be like if they did, huh? Right, right, right. Everybody on. Good, great, wonderful. You miss, you miss. By the way, who steals thirty chili bag lunches? lunches and they're just so true. So mowing true. them down. <laughs> so, How did they find the field trip? I, yeah, I, I love when you <laughs> ask these like insane questions that mean nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like who knows, Max? They yeah. just found it. Maybe they were going visiting the same day. No, that that's the name of my biography. Insane questions that mean nothing. <laughs> you have so many good biography Tuttles. <laughs> Tuttles. Tuttle from Tacoma. From, Tom Tuttle. Oh, it? yeah. Yeah. From, that's from uh, Volunteers, right? Yeah, it is. Man, I'm, Although Tuttle's a fat guy in uh, American just, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so they get back, and the next scene, you've got the making out with Veronica. They're going to the party. And Carl, then, and, good to see yeah, you. And Carl interrupts, which is great. By the way, with the nine iron and ice cubes, I think I know what he wanted to do. All right. I don't want to know. Okay. I, you're a weirdo. Uh, sloppy, no, it's, it's reasonable. Uh, yeah, you're good. You're good. Sloppy Joe scene. The Buffalo, I don't know. Yeah. The Sloppy Joe scene stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sloppy Joe scene. I hope you like you boys like him extra sloppy. <laughs> so Bradley. Lady, you're scaring us. Bradley corners the revolting blob. <laughs> I, I just, of all of the ways that you could create and develop the antagonist in this movie. Yeah. The fact that he leverages the principal who has a secret life as a, uh, what's the name of those wrestlers? Uh, Luca, there's like a term Lucha, for it. Lucha Libre? No, that's the Nacho movie. Libre? Yeah, Nacho, whatever it is. That that type of yeah. wrestling. Yeah. The fact that he had this like secret life doing it was too much to me. I thought it was great. I thought it was great too. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he killed a guy. He was supposed he to pitch me. I know. Can't give him for air. So then Billy pulls up to the, to the high school and he oh pulls God. up in a Firebird, wearing an Ario Speedwagon shirt, and right? A jean jacket. And what's the what's the movie that or what the movie? What's the song that's blasting? When I think he pulls it's Stroke up? Me, right? Yeah, Stroke Me. It's not Stroke Me. It's something like that. It's called Stroke by Yes. It's awesome. I don't think it it's is. called Stroke Me. Like I would, <laughs> but think, I like that it's called Stroke. Me. I think he looks like the coolest guy on the face of the earth. Billy Squire, the Stroke. That's yeah. what it's called. I, okay, had, cool. I knew I had it written down somewhere. Cool. Um, and then you go to this is another this I did quote all the time in high school. Chlorophyll, more like borophyll, <laughs> and, and I, I just remember like being in chemistry, and we were all saying like chlorophyll, more like borophyll. <laughs> so good. So he has this horrible experience in high school, right? Gets another yeah. O'Doyle rules. There's been manure in his locker. The, no, the first one. What was the first one? It was the little kid. It was dodgeball. He got out by yep. dodgeball by O'Doyle rules. Yep. He then had the. I forget what the middle one did, but the manure in the locker. The manure in the locker and then the cream pudding on the head? Yeah. Okay. Was that O'Doyle as well? Yep. So, yes, that happened first with O'Doyle. Then the last one is the manure because that's when he said, I don't have time for this. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. a feeling all you O'Doyles are going down. But after that happens, he leaves. He goes to visit Veronica, and he's like, I hate high school. It's the worst. And she's like, it's okay. Don't worry. But this leads to, I, I think this is the best scene in the whole movie. 
Which one? When she basically says, did you think about how you treated people in high school? Again, there's this there's, there's this moment of humanity yeah. where you're like, all right, this is pretty cool. And then he makes the phone call to Danny McGrath. Yep. And he's like, hey, is this Danny McGrath? And it's Buscemi laying on a couch. He goes, yeah. He goes, this is Billy Madison. We went to high school together. I didn't treat you the way I should have when we were in high school. And I wanted to apologize. For me, somewhat of an ex- high school bully i wasn't terrible but i had moments like i've had those moments i've made those calls really a hundred percent don't people hate that you know uh i think some people appreciate it yeah. i think the one one guy in particular that i reached out to like i had to reach out a lot of different times and he never answered it and then finally he answered it and it was kind of weird but i didn't care i bumped into him first like grocery shopping yeah. and he wouldn't even make and eye like con- i could still take you bro. He, no he didn't even make eye contact with me and yeah. max this is like 20 some years post high school but i was i was rough on this kid Although I, he deserved it. But he gave his butt cheeks together? No, no, I didn't pull a breakfast club. But What'd you I, do? I just, it's, I'd, I'd rather not say in case he's uh, listening or someone knows him and I don't want to embarrass him. But I was rough on him. Okay. Um, but he did not take my gracious apology all that well. Others have. I didn't make, I have a long list. You know, just a handful of people that yeah. probably need a good apology from me. You want to be scratched off that kill list? I, look, there's two groups that need apologies from me. Ex-girlfriends and a handful of guys from high school. So the ex-girlfriends all seem okay, but the guys from high school, not so much. Yeah, not so much. Max. I don't need to. Apologize. You have got some people to apologize to. No, I don't. They dated bartender. They You've knew it. got some people you need to apologize. You're a horrible human being. Yeah, but they you, learned from me. Not guys, but like you've got women that you dated that need apologies. Yeah, <laughs> big time, buddy. Yeah, I am aware of four that need a formal written apology from <laughs> you. Just FYI, dearest <laughs> Shoshana. Yes, yes. <laughs> It is I, Maxwell, <laughs> Maximilian. A fortnight ago, I you might remember me from such <laughs> films, films as I ruined your college and, experience, yeah. wrecking your car. Hey, I stole all the money out of your wallet, and I just wanted to say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that? That hit too close to home. No, no I've never done that. Never. Not that you're, it's not that this is making you uncomfortable. It's that you're in a penguin costume while yeah. it's making you uncomfortable. That makes it so good. All right. Anyways, do you know who directed this movie? No, no, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> all right. Where are we? Steve Buscemi called. Yes, him. and he ends up scratching all the names off the list, which is great. No, he doesn't. Just his. Yeah, he's still gonna kill other yeah, people. You're right, you're right. He keeps oh. the he keeps the gun. I think I told you all the names on the list were the crew from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Eight so other names. Eight other names. Yeah, the killers. So the principal lies, mm. and <laughs> stop doing that with your penguin hands. The principal lies and goes on TV and says that he's been taking bribes, and Billy loses his mind, and as a result of this, gets so wasted that he makes his way over to Veronica's house, where he's like, oh, there's no hope for me. I can't do it. Margarita and then, And then all of a sudden, he sees the penguin and goes, oh, I see how it is. And the penguin has got a cigar and a, and a cocktail in yeah. his hand. Proceed. <laughs> Another thing I say all the time. Um, so Billy passes out by the pool. The scene that you think is like the hottest scene ever. She beats him up. She beats him up, and then they break into a song. Don't I have a nice? Yeah. Yeah. The best part of that song is the clown part. Yeah. Like, it's me. I bet you thought I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> that whole scene. It's a good song. It's just weird, yeah. and it comes out of nowhere. You There's, don't like it? I, I love it. There's nothing in the movie that would make you think that you were going to have like yeah. a song and dance. We're here part of it. to help you, Billy. 
It's a really like swelling song. It's like. just absurd. And then in the absurd song, would you like a piece of gum, gum of gum, gum, of gum? Do you have any more gum? It's unbelievable. Then they decide to have a decathlon. Nope. First, the kids get Mr. Anderson to retract his lie. Yep. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> same guy. Yeah, it's the same guy. That's, he my, that's, a bunch of that's my fan theory. <laughs> Is that he was in the Matrix the whole time. He was so horny, he became Keanu Reeves. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so they do, they've got everything discovered, and he was robbed of his opportunity. So yeah. he, his dad's like, well, we can fix this. And, of course, uh, Bradley's like, no, we can't. Yeah. Like, I've got a contract. So they do the academic cat decathlon. You have the kiss from uh, the Godfather where Billy. It was you. Yeah, you broke my heart. <laughs> And then uh, we go to the Veronica Vaughn. This is this is the classic fourteen sixty eight. This is the cl- this is the classic studying for the big exam, right? Yeah. This is the back to school Rodney Dangerfield. This yeah. is like you know the Revenge of the Nerds. This kind of does have a back to school feel to oh, it. Oh my god, yes! Like absolutely. what are our favorite movies? It's when someone goes. You back I, to school. I know. Well, not just that, but like when there's that like last minute push to like pass the exam. They right? need to create a new one of this. Like the, the thing about like even uh, what's it called? Uh, Twenty one Jump Street. Like every ten years, do this. Remember in Revenge of the Nerds when they had the decathlon to be represented by yeah the tricycle, the tricycle, yeah, 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 the burping contest, and the burping and everything. And then you've got uh, back to school. They've got the studying for the big exam because he was accused of cheating. Yeah, actually, this kind of lifted right from that. Now that I think about it, so if it's not broken, I'm, I'm outraged. I'm <laughs> outraged, Philip. <laughs> Philip Bombay. <laughs> Why does he say his own name? I don't know. Every but it sounds great was... saying his name. Yeah, I know. Oh, he just loves saying it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> what's uh, what's his name? Uh, what's Roddy Dangerfield's character's name in this in uh, Back to School again? Uh, Thornton Mellon. Yes, Thornton Mellon. <laughs> God. So then the Veronica Vaughn is tutoring him. Yeah, and she's like taking her clothes it, off. Nineteen eighty six. For the love of God. God. <laughs> and then you get Farley doing it. Yep. That is correct <laughs> and he whips his hair yeah. and does a little yeah and then you get to the academic decathlon which uh to sleep yeah no more no. guys balls to, are weird i know i'm just trying to think of anything else i mean we that's basically the movie right we went detailed we went detail. very detailed we haven't talked about the characters or director oh, at all jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> that was like that, that's reasonable yeah. timing Oh, right, by the way, I love that uh, Eric at the end is at the graduation. He wasn't arrested or anything. For well, there's not there's not a single police officer in any scene in the entire movie. That's what I want from my movie. Yeah, yeah, no, no cops. cops. Yeah, we don't want no cops. <laughs> All right, Max. I mean, go to characters. So the director is the coolest woman ever, maybe. So her name's Tamara Davis. She made music videos for Tone Loke, Depeche Mode, Indigo, Indigo Girls, N.W.A., Hanson. She did Mbop, mm-hmm. Sonic Youth, and like you said, she did CB4. She also did Half Baked. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. So keep wait, it keeps going. She did Crossroads, the Britney Spears movie. Yeah, yeah. And do you know who she was married to? Who? They're separated now. She was married to Mike D from the Beastie Boys. That's incredible. That's like the coolest woman ever. Yeah, she is pretty I want cool. her on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try to get her. Okay, cool. Go to work. So the writer, it's Adam Sandler and this guy, Tim Harley. Yeah. It's like Sandler's guy. He does Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer, Waterboy, Big Daddy, Little Nicky, Mr. Deeds, Grown Ups 2, Pixels, The Ridiculous Six, Hubie, Hubie Halloween. And that's all he does that's is the Adam Sandler movies. I mean, why if it ain't broke, why? Yeah, exactly. It, you know? And uh, we've talked about Sandler a bunch, but I thought it was really cool. I didn't know this. He was supposed to be Max and Collateral. Really? That would have been really good. What was the movie that he was in where he was um, an informant? An informant. Adam Sandler. It was like an action film and Bulletproof. He, Bulletproof. Yeah. yeah. That's did you like? Did you like Bulletproof? I love Bulletproof. Right, Him yeah, and yeah, Damien yeah. Wayans yeah, in the yeah, weird yeah. motel. That's what, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, Moses. <clears throat> 
And uh, oh, this is a really cool fact. He lives in Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's old house. Really? They went to a party there. Sandler or Sandler and his wife. Okay. Yeah. They went to a party there, like a uh, holiday party. Yeah. And they loved it so much when it got up, put up for sale, they bought it. There you so go. So there you go. Royalty being ro- like royalty Easy. getting royalty. Just calm down, Mr. Sorry. Hey, I, I got excited. <laughs> he can speak Hebrew, which is cool. Yeah. And he's a Russian Jew and he, he was considered for Willy Wonka. Did you watch that movie uh, that his daughter was in about uh, getting bat mitzvah? I haven't yet. My my wife and my kids said it was amazing. Okay, I gotta watch yeah, it. You gotta watch it. So yeah. I'm so bummed out. His new movie, Spaceman. Mm-hmm. It's a weird sci-fi movie where he's in space by himself and his wife is pregnant at home and he starts to like hallucinate or there's an alien helping him and the yeah. alien's played by Paul Dano. Okay, or, but the alien's form in the movie is a ten foot spider hmm. that's alone with him on the ship. Okay, so I can't watch it. Why? I hate spiders. Yeah, you'll be fine. Suck it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> problem resolved. <laughs> yeah, suck it up. Okay. Uh, Brian Madsen was played by Darren McGavin, yep. who was also uh, Old Man Parker in yep. uh, Christmas, Christmas Story. Story yep. Yeah. Bridget Wilson, who is Veronica Vaughn. Not yeah. Brigitte Nielsen. No. <laughs> Do you know who she's married to? <clears throat> Pete Sampras? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's like the ultimate tennis wife. She's yeah, really yeah. cool. She's in this awesome movie that's underrated. Uh, have you ever seen Love Stinks? It's the squinty guy from Third Rock from the Sun. Okay. And her, and they just hate each other, and they're in a marriage, but no. they, they can't get out. because I've never even heard of it. It's hilarious. I it's know like, the song, Love Stinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she was in The Wedding Planner and Mortal Kombat, Sonya Blade, and not much else. Uh, Bradley Whitford, who I love because of uh, West Wing. West Wing, yeah. Yeah, he's Josh Lyman. But he's done a ton of good stuff. Uh, Adventures in Babysitting, he's yeah, Mike. I was, I was going to yeah, say, so the cool. ultimate job. Cool, most so cool or too cool? What was his license plate? Too cool. Too cool. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds 2. He's Roger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really hateable. He's in Young Guns 2. Uh, Son of a Woman. He's really good. Remember he's he, the brother. Yeah. yeah and he's yeah. like, actually, like, Al Pacino, you're- He was great. You're awful. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in Robo- RoboCop 3. I didn't even know this from RoboCop 3. Oh, yeah. RoboCop 3 is terrible. Yeah. Is he in it? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't remember him being in it. I vaguely remember it was like, they go like under siege and RoboCop gets like wings. Yeah. And flies. Cool. And it's not what's his face that in RoboCop three. Oh, it's not uh Peter Weller. No, okay, interesting. I'm, I'm like 99 yeah. percent sure it's not. Him. And his most famous like now role in Get Out, he's the dad. Yes. Yeah, I voted for Obama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Mostel, who's Principal Max Anderson. I mean, he's basically like a Wayne. He's an opera singer, right? Did you read that fact? I think he's no, a, he's a soprano that. or he's like an opera singer. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's like Wayne Knight's knockoff. Okay. It, you know Wayne Knight is right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Ted Knight's uh, brother. No, uh, Newman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's in the Money Pit. He uh, was in Wall yes. Street, good, Basketball good, Diaries, good. Uh, Norm McDonald's and Dirty Work. Yeah. Uh, Larry H- Hankin, who's Carl, mm-hmm. is in a ton of stuff. He was uh, Old Joe in Breaking Bad. He hated this movie, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. What a jerk. It's kind of a bummer. Well, yeah. he he gave some props to Adam Sandler. He just yeah. said he didn't like this movie. Yeah. But uh, he was in Armed and Dangerous, Planes, Trains, and mm-hmm. Automobile. She's having a baby. Oh, she's yeah. having a baby. Sorry. I got to sing that song. Oh, my time. favorite thing is he was in three episodes of Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> what were TV executives in the 80s doing? Hey, it was a different time. <laughs> it was. He's a landlord and pretty woman. Mm-hmm. And in Home Alone, he's Officer Balzark. And he's a preacher in Vegas Vacation. Excellent. So Excellent. that's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. Max, I think we've just gone through the entire movie. Which is uh, you can do it. You, you can do it all night long. <laughs> which means that we are ready to go to the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Max, this week's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is massive supporter and friend of the show, Tony Huddleston Jr., who, if I'm not mistaken, when he got wind that we were doing Bill, Billy Madison, insisted that he be the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight as a birthday gift. Correct? It was, yeah. So huge shout out to Tony. Um, he is just positive affirmation. 
Like, yeah, he sent me a picture of him in a White Ranger from Power Rangers yeah. helmet, just randomly. Just I was like, a huge supporter of the show. Like, yeah. Always, I mean, for three years now, right? He's yeah. been with us the whole ride. And uh, I'm always excited to hear what he has to say. And because we're on video now, he will be our video buzz in the tower. For oh. the spotlight. So, Max, you ready for this magic? With that, let's hear what Tony had to say. Hey, hey, Mo and Max. How's it going, guys? It's Tony Huddleston Jr. coming back again. Be this week's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Listen, I really appreciate it. I mean, it's being the week of my birthday. This has been the best, best birthday present ever. I was asked to talk about the 1995 Adam Sandler classic, Billy Madison. I love this movie. Uh, you got Adam Sandler, you know, playing the titular Billy Madison. And Darren McGavin who is the old man from A Christmas Story. Awesome pick, awesome choice. And you got Veronica Vaughn. So hot, want to touch the hiney. Oh. You got your few appearances, Steve Buscemi down in there, Norm MacDonald, Chris Farley, the bus driver. It is hilarious. Been a while since I watched it, so I had to, had to brush up on it a little bit and still laugh a minute. If you haven't seen the movie, why where have you been <laughs> under a rock go watch it again it's tony huddleston jr back again be the fan spotlight mo max i'll holler at you down the road thanks again fellas so hot want to touch the hiney comes as no shock uh, that he is giving me my new favorite line which is if you haven't seen this movie why not yeah <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> tony thank you for an amazing spotlight and uh yeah i mean i agree it's this is the 90s yeah it's so great so hot want to penguins touch. everywhere penguins everywhere max that concludes the show a reminder follow subscribe on any podcast platform especially youtube especially youtube at buzz in the tower b-u-z-z-n the tower social media tiktok instagram all those wonderful things as well at buzz in the tower patreon.com slash buzz in the tower where you can help support the show penguin outfits aren't cheap they cost quite <laughs> a bit of money we need that dollar dollars to get that rolling rolling um am i forgetting anything uh no i don't think so I think right. what are we doing next week have we even talked about what we're doing next week no oh, we better get to work on that how about terminator 2 no okay. it's a little scary for you i know it's too yeah. serious too you're serious all dead <laughs> you're all dead oh jesus man one-handed push-ups or uh pull-ups <clears throat> yeah linda hamilton does something for me in that I, movie i'm not surprised by that at i like all. angry women max before we go down a weird path which we always do with you how do you want to end the show what do you got to say oh god what's the best <laughs> what's the best sandler i mean <laughs> Okay, hypothetically, would you rather sleep with Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. <laughs> now or, now Jack, or Jack Nicholson? 1974. It's good. 1974. Like that, That's good. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. It's good. I like that. <laughs> uh, I will finish with my... Oh, it's not my favorite. I'll finish it. And they got it on! <laughs> Woo!